Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Solana Whitehead, co-founder of Innovative Water Products. Hey, Solana, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. Hey, can you expand on what it is that you do? Because I'm, I'm super excited because I am at my happiest when I'm bobbing on the water, <laughs> floating around, and I can never find the right kind of floaty for me. And then you came along. It's like, oh, my gosh, the range of awesome things that yours do is like, this is where have you been hiding all my life? So I'm, so, I'm so pleased I found you. Yes. Awesome. Well, we love to hear that. We love float fans. So as you said, uh, the name of our company is Innovative Water Products and our signature product is called the Fluzzle Tube. And what that stands for is floating puzzle tube. So if you can imagine the tubing world today, which is probably where you've mostly floated as a round shaped tube. Uh, And what our product does is it solves the problem of staying connected together on the water. Uh, The background, this is actually our son's uh, invention. My husband and I have five kids and our second oldest came up with this. He was always frustrated with tangled ropes and just keeping everybody connected, arms and legs. And so uh, he designed this amazing uh, product solution. And uh, we took over from him in about 2018. And we've just been getting it, spreading it out there and sharing, share, uh, sharing the solution with everybody. So that's in a nutshell what our product is. We've got accessories and fun things, but the main product is the puzzle too. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. It was so much fun when I saw it. So yeah. what, what has it been like for you to you know, really start like a brand new business, uh, especially sort of product base? Um, what's it been like with to engage with your customers? Yeah, great question. So zero experience in this world of e-commerce and even product related. I've always worked for a a corporation, you know, and kind of had that whole protection of a consistent paycheck, all those wonderful things and moving into the entrepreneurial world. um, Honestly, in the beginning, I thought the product is so amazing and it's such a great solution. It's going to sell itself. I'm just going to put it out there. Everyone's going to love it. And I'll just be over here doing the behind the scenes stuff. And uh, that wasn't the case. We tried that our very first year and we didn't get hardly any sale, any sales or any mm-hmm. movement in the company. And I think it's really because uh, the requirement was, what's our story? Who are we? And really people wanted to engage with us as uh, they wanted to have a more background of you know where our product came from. And so that required uh, me kind of getting out of that behind the scenes position and coming out and speaking. And honestly, very terrified of that. Was not happy to hear that feedback um, that that was what was needed. But 
once I uh, was able to kind of get through that, you know, over time, it wasn't an overnight thing, but, you know, starting slowly facing that fear and speaking and sharing more um, that that's when we started to see the progress happen um, with the business and the exposure. The product is awesome, but really, you know, people want to know who they're working with and, and uh, the background and all of that. So yeah, yeah that's overcoming so cool. a lot of fear. That's fascinating because so mm. many people, so many of us, me included, were like, we've got this amazing product. We've got this amazing thing that we do. Well, of course, it's going to be an overnight success. Everyone knows <laughs> this is the best thing. This is exactly <laughs> what they need. And then it doesn't quite click into place. And it's so easy to be demoralized or to, to doubt yourself or have those voices. I mean, you've already shared with us that, you know, those voices of fear as it comes to, you mean, I'm shit. I've got to put myself out there. It's right. tough. So that that doubt of is is this really going to work? Is it really what other people want? That spiral. It's it's very very real. So, what was it for you that that allowed you to you know calmly work? Maybe it wasn't calmly. I'm putting words in your mouth there. What was it for you that okay. got you to the initial <laughs> phase of ah shit? Okay, yeah. where next? Yeah. So I think uh, someone told me during that whole um, discovery time that, hey, I'm going to need to kind of put myself out there and speak some more and, and say things. Um, committing to being terrible, you know, like, let's just start with maybe the worst possible scenario. Like, what is the worst thing that can happen? I'm going to get on live on a live Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and I'm going to stutter or I'm going to say the wrong thing or, you know, and then what, you know, so kind of going through that whole process, because honestly, when you address the worst, you know, nightmare in the room, um, you can also think of things that that can combat that. And it really, is it that bad? Is it that bad? So somebody makes fun of me and makes a rude comment or, you know, nobody comes on my live at all. You know, is that really the end of my day? Is that really, you know, is that as, as scary as I thought it would be? And so even though it's not the best feeling in the world, uh, going through that of what it what what my worst possible fear could be like, and then acknowledging and being like, you know what? Okay. So that's what could happen. And uh, I'm going to show up anyway and give it a whirl. Cause I'm not at the end of the day, it's not going to ruin me. It's going to be uncomfortable, but it's not going to ruin me. So I think it's just, for me, it was um, verbally saying those things to myself, going through the, going through that motion of like, okay, this is the worst thing. Let's just go ahead and do it anyway. And then when you, you know, as you've heard, I'm sure you see most people, when you actually take the action and you do it, nine times out of 10, just like worrying, it's not that bad, you know, and it, it you get, you start to stack your little wins. So yeah. that wasn't my best performance, but I did it. Logically, I mean, logically, you, you're spouting so much gold there. Logically, we all know that, hey, let's look at the worst case scenario. We're not actually going to die. So it's <laughs> going to be okay. Logically, we get that, but it is so, this is a roller coaster. It's an emotional roller coaster. It's hard to sort of go through this. I mean, this is your first podcast episode. You're like, it is. <laughs> you're overcoming your uncomfort by being here with us today, which is like, it's, I love having, you know, people have, you know, I've never been on a podcast before come on the show because it's like, well, number one, welcome to our world. Welcome to this. And fuck yes. Good for you for saying you want something and then going after it. Um, yeah, that's what it's, that's what it's all about. Um, one thing I want to sort of add to that is it's it's so it's so easy to follow what other people say to do. Here's how you show up on Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Here's what you should do. Here's what you should say. Here's how you should do it. When in reality, that there is a there's probably a, a, 
a structure or a way you can do things that does help. However, mm -hmm. authenticity, authenticity kills fear. Yeah. That's huge to be able to show up and be like, I'm going to do this, but if you can just be yourself and yes. make a mistake through this. I mean, we rarely edit these podcasts because I'm going to say some dumbass words throughout it. <laughs> it's, it's part of this. Yes. Everything is to do, we, we've got to embrace the humor, embrace the stupidity, because if you don't, I'm my old, own worst critic here. I'll, I'll be so serious. I'll try so hard and then realize on the, the law of duality, I've gone away from play into hustle. That's Bring it back to place. Bring it back to place. Yes. Look yes. at your products. There is nothing yes. fucking serious about your product at all. At all. And that's kind of <laughs> the point of it. All right. It's it's the overthinking, I think, that really gets into our way, you know, because it is, it is so and from the outside in, you know, that's your observation and probably 90% of others is as well. But from my side, you know, I as a business owner, we're thinking of I got to cover the product details. I got to share the value. I got to make sure I cover, you know, all these other things when I'm, whenever I'm going to make a presentation and really the, on the other side, they, one, visually, when you look at the product, it's kind of, it kind of makes sense. Like you don't need a, a big, you don't need a, a diagram or a big instruction manual on how to use them. I mean, it's pretty simple, right? So really we're just engaging with the experience, you know? So I, I had to transition there from, I don't need to be the, fact deliverer for every little component of my product mm. i need to just share how you feel and kind of what you shared when you first uh started like that's your happy place that what it's at your relaxing moment or whatever and so uh, you know i honed into how do i feel when i float you know and what and how did our son feel when he created the idea and what was his frustration and so when you start talking about those things now now we're moving more into like a conversation with people not a sales pitch you know, and I think the sales pitch mentality is what uh, can be intimidating to people. And it's also what we don't like to hear on the receiving end. Nobody yeah. loves that you scroll through and they're just like, you buy today. Like nobody, they don't want that. They want, are you talking to me? And, you know, can I relate to this? Do, do I have that same problem? Do you have a solution for that problem? You know, it's just the way that we talk to people they, at the grocery store. Yeah. I think for yours, it's, it, and this is my marketer has it coming back on. It's like, do, did they even know they had this problem? I looked at that and thought, right, right, that too. <laughs> I, I, I had no idea, but it's like, oh, I could, I could see how that could be amazing. Oh my gosh. And it starts to yeah. go in. So I had no idea this problem even existed. You've solved a problem yeah. that I was not even aware of. And I'm like, yeah. that could be well cool. It's, yeah. Who, who are you talking to on these videos that I know, I know fear takes over. I know you're scared. I know you're working through it regardless. Still. Mm -hmm. But who are you talking to? Is it the absolute end user, the person who's going to be buying and sitting on these things? Or are you talking to, is it more um, organizations who will you know, bulk buy or be the suppliers for you? Who is it that you're? Yeah. You're so it's, pre it's, pre it's predominantly been the end user, direct to consumer is kind of where we started. We just started last year and a little bit of uh, this year trying to get into the B2B market, large big boxes and stuff. And so those platforms are like pitches and things, you know, um, and I've done a couple of those. I've done a couple of those successfully. Uh, and so it's a different it's a different conversation. They're more concerned about their customer base and, you know, making sure that they have something that's going to move on their shelves. You know, so it's a little bit different of a message, but predominantly it's mainly been the end user bringing up, like you said, maybe a frustration they weren't even thinking about. I mean, people have been tying as far as river tubing goes, they've been tying them up the black rubber tire tubes forever. They're still doing it, right? 
Um, so there's a safety component too. So, you know, if you just, you know, my husband did a video that was like, remember 15 years old walking down to the river with your rope and everybody getting in their tubes and making sure you're together. And, you know, it was fun to tie up. What's not fun is when the river takes sh changes shape and now you're going into a bush and you can't disconnect or just the end of the day and all the knots and having to cut your rope and everything. So sometimes you have to like remind people that there's some, we, 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 we find ways to get through things and we, you know, make our little inventions of our own to try to make something more easier, but we don't realize that there might, you know, might be even a, a solution that's already fixed that. So I'm here to remind you that. <laughs> I love that. I want to tie that into the business world. I think what yes. you just said there is, is huge. What fucking hell, what do we normalize as business owners? What do we normalize? So in this world, people have normalized. Yeah. You get your tubes, you get some rope. Yeah. It doesn't quite work. It's really hard. It's all good. We hate it, but yeah, that's just the way it is. It's that's fine. right. Well, mm -hmm. Let's pull this back into the business world. Where are you normalizing things that you do? Maybe it's normalizing jumping on, pressing record and just trying to, to do the right videos, whether it's maybe outreach, whether it's um, building a team. What what struggles? I think, yeah. quite, I think I've asked this before on, on the podcast. What struggles do you have that you've normalized as? Well, just the way it is. Yeah. yeah, I so and I'm I'm I mean, me just being on this podcast is, is a good example of it too. But I've always thought, you know, you kind of eat what you kill. It's it's my responsibility. It's our responsibility to tell billions of people about our product. Like it's it's all on our shoulders, right? Yeah. So I need to send the emails, I gotta make the 80 calls a day, I gotta make you know, TikTok videos or YouTube videos, because it's got to get out there and it's all on me, right? Where, you know, I'm learning, um, that's not necessarily the case anymore. There's collaborations are amazing. Podcasts are amazing. Other people's platforms and stages where you can add value to will also in turn come back to you. So there's other ways to, to draw business and attention to your brand and your product without it all being on your shoulders. But when we started this, I was like, it's on us. We're doing it all. We're, you know, we, we can build a team, but ultimately it's our responsibility to get this out there. You know, we felt very um, responsible since it's our son's invention. You know, we wanted his his yeah. thing to really do well. And here we are older than him and we probably have more business experience and we'll be able to take it farther, all these things. And so a lot of pressure we put on ourselves. Um, and if there is some truth to it, yes, you do got to put in the work, but there's other ways that we also need to explore and not normalize. It's all me. I got, it's so, all, it's all gotta be me. Yeah. With what you said there, are you, are you the accidental entrepreneur? Are you like, yeah. I didn't, I didn't mean for this to happen. I kind of tripped and fell. And now I'm a couple of years into this business shit. Yeah. Uh, and yes. now you're sort of taking stock of well, where am I? What, what's going on? What, yeah. what actually did happen? I didn't really think this was an entrepreneurial journey or jump that I made. So again, corporate America, very comfortable, fantastic benefits, wonderful salary, comfortable, right? Uh, but we were also at the time, um, in one location and we really wanted to travel and move around and long story with all of that. But, um, you know, uh, I'm trying to go back to what you said here real quickly. Sorry, I just lost my train of thought. Um, but you know, getting out and in front of everybody 
I didn't think that that was going to be a requirement of this. I didn't think it was truly entrepreneurial. I just felt like we're going to take a product, we're going to make it a little bit better, and we're going to put it on Amazon, and then and it's going to sell, watch it grow, you're just watch be it grow. in cash. Everyone's going to be loving your product. Really, and... really easy. Yep. Yes. No. This is so what we call. Our... The entirety of the yes, when entrepreneurs are like, you, you, no one will tell you how it's going to be because you wouldn't fucking yeah. do it. It's no. all these things that come with it, especially as a yeah. solopreneur starting to build mm. your business. No one tells you all the the hard work and all the different angles, and you have to be the marketing, the sales, the accounting, yes. all that stuff. Did not think that. You know, we looked at it from the outside in, like you looked at it and said, "Brilliant, amazing solution. How fun! I could totally see everybody doing that." everybody's going to love it. Right. No, our first year we sent containers. Okay. So not just cases, containers of product to Amazon in the faith that everybody was going to love it and go crazy. Right. Those all got returned to us, some damaged, some not the same way we, you know, so we had to kind of reset everything and it's i think during that time when we were that's when the big realization was okay this is not easy this is not a this is not a quick um throw it out there some we're either going to give up because it's too much or we're going to figure out a way to uh properly uh share this with with the world not just throw it on amazon and hope everybody finds it you know so um, that was a, a big wake up call. You know, we were we definitely had late nights where we were like, is this what we want to do? You know, our whole house was full of returned product. And, you know, it's not not at all what we had planned to do. And we were in the negative and all those other things. But, I, you know, the thing, the time that we or the I and my husband, too, but we just said, you know what, let's give this let's let people into our lives and let them know who we are and the background story. And let's let's go at it in a different angle. And um, I didn't want to. I thought maybe we could hire somebody to do that. Could someone else play me in the videos? <laughs> yeah, right. And they're like, no, you just got to share. And it was very, you know, garbled and jumbled and not the right thing. But, you know, we're about three years into it now. So it's it's a little bit easier more to explain. It's a lot of trial and error, but it's just a lot of taking action. And Are you, are you um, still finding your way? Are you still, are you three yes. years in? So you've got over a massive threshold. This is, yes. this is, what you've done is 90% of businesses won't pass this, especially a product-based where there's investment. There's an awful lot of money that goes into this. Um, yeah. I love the way you said about Amazon returning all your stuff and some battered and bruised. Like, doesn't that represent the business owner? You go through the first year and it's like, shit, I am battered. I am bruised, but I'm okay. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. still going. I'm still yeah. going. Um well, you know, and it's, uh, I, I don't know about you, but like when we first started, so we, again, we, we left a safety. My husband and I had a really successful restaurant. I was in corporate America. Things were pretty cool. Most of your friends will say, why don't you just retire and relax, you know? And we're like, but it's our son's product and we love it and we travel and we want to share it. And they had such high hopes for everything, right? And then to have that happen in the first year and have everything returned back, like we were just like, what are we doing? Like we're going backwards, right? So um, getting over that, you know, there's always the people that are going to come around and be like, you know what, throw in the towel, you know, it was great for you guys to give it a try, you know, but yeah, that's a lot, you know, you take the loss pretty much. Yeah. But with that, you're now borrowing someone else's fears. Now you're inheriting their own belief systems, which is not your own. What they can't see what you're going through. I mean, you have different fears. Of course you do. And there are all these things that control you and maybe 
influence your decisions that you make or make your decisions take longer than maybe they should mm-hmm. of a business owner. So yeah. as, as you go through this from, from your perspective, what, what is really uncomfortable for you right now as you look for this next iteration? Yeah. So, um, you're great. I mean, you're, you're doing a great job helping me feel comfortable on podcasts, but you know, I know that that's an area that I want to continue to grow in. And so for me, I'm kind of like, I, I, I'm already gained so much wealth of knowledge of you about being conversational and just have a talk, uh, and not thinking of a big old list of things that I have to stick with inside of and remember to be on a podcast. But I think for me is, uh, being really comfortable in my own skin in front of any audience, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, not having to morph to certain uh, to certain expectations for different audience where I can just consistently, uh, authentically be myself when I'm presenting either my story or the business or the product that it always comes out genuine. So, you know, that's what, that's what I'm working towards. That's it. In in our opinion, yeah. unforget yourself. It's about yeah. It's about you. It's about what you bring to the table. There, are, you're probably inundated with all these hacks and marketing tips and all these maybe Shopify techniques that you can be using yes. and all this stuff. You know what? Everything works. Everything does work. Everything has a place. It's finding the right thing for you personally, for your family, for your product, for your audience. There's yeah. the authenticity that is easily missed because the stress, the pressure of bringing the money in. So I love mm-hmm. that you know what you're trying to do. It's like, that's that's where we're going. This is how we're going to solve this problem. This is how we're going to grow. Is it a direct line? Fuck no. But is it <laughs> no. tough? Yes. Yes. But are you yes. going to get there? If you stay with this and it shows that you've had so much you know, gumption to be able to keep going, despite, to show up, even though you're yes. you're terrified it's me I'm, yes it's mark yes yeah time on this I know. <laughs> it's, it's still, these these things can still get in the way so hey thank you so much for sharing yeah. thank you for stories. having me what you're going through personally it's it's um it's beautiful to hear how you come through it what you're doing what you're still struggling with and still going forward and again i'm sure everyone at home is like yes i'm going to do the exact same thing i can't show up i can't press record i don't want to be seen but i know that's what i need to do it's it's tough and most well, one more point you know most entrepreneurs we get into this because we want growth you want to go from point a to point b you want to take this product and have the whole world know about it or your service or whatever right but we all know in the back of our minds that you can't grow without some sort of resistance some sort of challenge uh, there's no way to stay on the same plane and have growth it just doesn't those they don't work so um it's really just embracing whatever that challenge is that comes with you like oh this is another growth opportunity you know this isn't just another uh boulder in my path this is actually something that's going to help me grow and uh so yeah just repetition on, on all of those things is i think what um what's helpful so i've appreciated listening to other people's stories for years so thank you for giving me the opportunity to share my story i hope it um i hope it uh, resonates with somebody and, and and helps them along their way awesome thank you so much again and look if people want to find out your amazing products <laughs> where can they find them 
Yes, uh, fluzzletube.com. So again, it's like floating puzzle. It's F-L-U-Z-Z-L-E-T-U-B-E.com. Um, we do have a preseason sale going on right now. We're also donating um, all proceeds uh, this month to Autism Speaks. Uh, we do have a connection with our puzzle pieces with Autism um, Awareness Month. So yes, check us out, fluzzletube.com. Awesome stuff. Everyone, go check. You all need one of these in your life. They're, they're amazing. You'll see plenty of videos of the Unforget Yourself team floating down, all linked up together. I have no Love doubt it. whatsoever. Love it. Hey, thank you so much for your time. Um, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you. You too, Mark. Thank you. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.